The Gospel According to Mariah Carey Whenever I watch TV and see those poor starving kids all over the world, I can't help but cry. I mean, I'd love to be skinny like that, but <laughs> not with all those flies and death and stuff. What the f- oh, oh, man. man. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Dieting done right. Just don't eat. Um, That's like my favorite thing, you know, when you're throwing away lunch and you have some leftovers and then someone's like, you know, a starving kid in Africa would really enjoy that <laughs> half a peanut butter jelly sandwich that you're <laughs> throwing like, away. All right, mail it to him, you know, let's go. <laughs> Oh my god, this happened at your elementary school. Kids would throw their retainers away all the time, and they would have to put on a glove from the lunch ladies and sift through the trash can until they found their retainers. I don't remember it happening in school. I know my sister did that, but it was at like Panera or something. Yeah, classic Sophie moved that and throwing up on your (laughs) computer. She was so mad about that, about me sharing it. Wait, she, she didn't. She threw a retainer away in Panera. Yeah. So did she get a glove from them? She and went s- into the dumpster. I'm pretty sure in like middle school. No, but these kids, like this kid specifically, I remember Charlie, had retainers before braces, which I never really understood why people did that. Mm. But literally, like, had the glove on and was just. And mm. I was. It's because this fucking kids, they'd get a lunch tray. And they'd pop their retainer out and put it in one of the, like, yeah. the, the sections on the lunch tray. And then just throw it all away. Every <sighs> goddamn day. Never learn. No, never, they don't. And learn. you know who else did never learn? Damien. He kept eating watermelon, <laughs> even though he knew it triggered his stomach, and he'd always throw it up. Oh, Once yeah. Duncan like threw up an activity. entire... <laughs> <laughs> Michael's dog ate, um... You know those pastries? Wait, was Damien a kid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, just making sure. Damien was, like... A fever dream, though, like an urban legend. He was there for kindergarten, always threw up, and then was just gone. We had a kid like that, too. I don't remember his name, but he had, like, platinum blonde hair. He wasn't albino, but, like, he could pass. There was this family of people, and their last name was Horton. There was Dimitri, Anya, and I forget, oh, Nikki, spelled N-I-K-K-I, and it was a guy. And um, cute. They were all, like, platinum blonde Russian kids. <laughs> Dimitri Horton. <laughs> and he was on security patrol. Or fucking, what's it called? Oh my god, what? Cross guard? Wait. He was a crossing guard? Yeah, yes. <laughs> he was, no, he was like safety patrol. That's what it was, safety patrol. So, like, he would help kids cross the street, but he was a kid? Yeah, he was in sixth grade. I, in. Why did we? Why grade. did we hire a crossing guard? I'm just in curious. Is that really grade? a job position we need to fill? In fifth grade, I held the door open for kids on their way out. So wow, and, that, and that was that same year. Your art teacher had the audacity to say, "I hope you're not becoming the man I think you are." No, that was in sixth grade. That okay. was the next year. Okay, that was in middle school. Yeah, um, shout out Miss Benson for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, yeah, no, this the crossing guard. Um, long story about him, not important. But he, you know how they have the little handheld stop sign. Uh huh. One a time he hit someone with it. The kid's <laughs> had a cross. And so he just went, bam, no. And hit the kid in the chest with the stop sign. Is that the end of his crossing guard career? Yeah, he was fired. No, I don't think so. Um, but the kid didn't get hit by a car, so. My music teacher hit kids with a ruler. My music teacher fell off the stage and went over a bunch of kids in cars and then retired. <laughs> so many kids would get stage right before stupid music festival music. You know when we were in, like, second grade and we would sing those god-awful songs like Shenandoah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so many kids would get stage fright and throw up before 
Did I tell you about the time that my grandmother dragged that kid on stage when he was bawling? What? No. So my grandmother um, worked with at a middle school as like the drama teacher and the English teacher, but she was like putting on this play. Um, and the kids were all, like, super into it, and this one kid the whole time was, like, being, you know, like, she called him, like, I don't know, <laughs> she was, like, he's being a dick, you know? <laughs> he, was, he was, like, thinking he was the shit in the show, you know? So he had, like, a big part in it, because, like, the whole time leading up to the show, you know, he was walking the walk and talking the talk, right? Yeah. So then it gets to the thing, and he's, like, having a panic attack, and the kids come up, and they're, like, he's, 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 <laughs> Aiden's <laughs> going through it, God. or something. And fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the ambient sound of the crowd in the background waiting uh-huh. for Aiden to come on. So Aiden, she was thinking like Aiden. that he was gonna ruin the play and like not forgive himself, you know, and like the kids would be mad at him. So she just grabbed his arm, pulled him on stage as he's like crying, and then it's like, Yep, here we're doing it. And then she like started talking like some of the lines, um but like from saying like about him. And then until he kind of got himself together. And then some of the parents after were like, oh, my gosh. He was so good. He was oh. crying for real. Oh, fuck. Yeah. They thought he was a little protege. Yeah. So. Kind of like Abigail Breslin, but she fell off. <laughs> Who's that? Nims Island. Who's that? Kit Kidridge. Oh. <laughs> That's the one that you know? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. The American Girl doll, right? Yeah, the one born in the recession. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name, Kit Kitridge. That's they I love that it. alliteration. All those fucking dolls are like Kaya ate roaches and bugs and would roast squirrels on a pan and like they would just make I don't them remember st- that part of them. I mean, I don't think that actually I happened. was more into the accessories. <laughs> um but <laughs> yeah. Those are so expensive though, the American Girl dolls. Yeah. They're like a hundred bucks. Yeah, did you get a custom one, like that looked like you? Yeah, none of them looked like me because I wasn't pleased with the way that I looked. Apparently, <laughs> okay. so my sisters didn't look like her. Um, I think my sisters like look like me. Doll was Asian. Well, now they've started this part. I have to get cut out. <laughs> That's so bad. I mean, it's like a good idea, but like, <laughs> it's like the the thought was there, yeah. the execution probably wasn't. Yeah. Or they will like give mm-hmm. them like uneven layers. I'm just like, what? Um, Speaking of uneven layers, Paul from Art and Science, you really fucked up my hair in May. It was mm. expensive. And then I had to spend six hours at Tabloff Salon in Chicago last Saturday getting my hair fixed. Six hours? Yes, well, I got it dyed too, so like we'll highlight it. Oh, yeah, I can see it's green. Yeah, Um, surprise! what, What did he do? How did he mess it up so bad? Well, actually, because the lady was sitting there, and she was like, I don't know what the fuck Paul did. Apparently, he gave me layers on the underside, on, the, like, underneath and on top. Mm. So I had, like, too many. I looked like Kelly from Dance Moms a little bit, and maybe that was great back in 2008, but that rhymed. Yeah. Bars. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. The sexual tension. We just had an bubbling. Uncle Mark from the FBI moment. Yeah, except it was Brian. Um <laughs> <laughs> You guessed his name once, and I don't think you've gotten it I right haven't. since. I haven't, and I just think that I'm going to make that connection. Yeah, but nope. You never. know, once I took a BuzzFeed quiz that was like, do you have ESP? Take this quiz and find out. And it was just like a picture. It was like a color-filled block, and it was like, can you sense the animal shape that is behind this? And I got eight right in a row out Whoa. of ten, and so I was like, I have ESP. So- babies are funny. I used to not be a fan of babies. 
but I've been around a certain baby named Nelson mm. a lot That's more not often. a baby name at all. That's what everyone says. That's what everyone says. And funny enough, at my job, we're casting a kid named Nelson. Whoa. And everyone was like, who the fuck names a kid Nelson? And, and I was like, like, actually. I've got one. I know a Nelson. Speaking of kids, I think we have to shout out a very special young girl tonight. Um, for the reason that we're doing this episode. What was her name? Ella Scar. Scar? I knew you were going to have a field That's day with the last so name. Cool. I knew you were. Like the Lion King? It's S-K-A-A-R, but yeah. That's actually such a sick last name. There you go. Eli doesn't give out compliments much, Ella. Yeah, Ella, you got a good one there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I'm, that's so cool. S-K-A-A-R. Yeah. Why the fuck do your socks say lawyer? These are, these are my trial socks for mock trial. My court club socks. There's a girl in my Spanish class who had a sticker on her computer, and I am unironically, and it said Saturdays are for mock trial. Oh, yeah. That's epic. Yeah. Saturdays were for mock trial. But I, I wouldn't didn't have know. that sticker. Yeah, no, you weren't. No. You didn't have a legal mind. No. See, I actually, Ella half inspired us to do a little summer splash. Sorry mm-hmm. for stealing your lingo. Yeah. You want to know how long we sat trying to figure out what the second S word should be after summer? Like, probably 45 minutes. Are you kidding? Mm-mm. It was tough. Um, but yeah, that's Ella. something like the hot pocket marketing team who have come <laughs> up with. Um, I mean, how their fucking slogan <laughs> is just hot pocket. <laughs> it's catchy. Okay, you want? Let's talk about slogans. Wait, at first. Okay, Ella, thank you. Great, you're. Yeah, you deserve all this and much more. And I don't know her at all, so I don't know if she'd be a good guest. But if you're this big of a fan, maybe we'll see. That was a good one. Okay, um, but now let's talk about slogans. We also need to talk about pet peeves at some point. Oh, yeah. But first, okay, can, how did Got Milk <laughs> become a universal slogan for everything? Like, first of all, it, there's, it's not even a brand or anything. It's just an ad for milk. Just generally milk. It's so stupid, it's too. It's so stupid. It doesn't mean anything. But you can put all lowercase Got Anything? It, 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 a yeah. question mark, and people are like, that's so good. But, like, what it, What does it mean? Nothing. Well, I mean, like, you've got to think just, like, how simple, like, how fucking long did it take to come up with got milk? Yeah. But it's, like, so, why, it's, like, probably, like, the, maybe the best slogan No, ever. It, yeah, it's pretty and, universal. But it's not even for a brand. It's just for drinking milk in I thought general. it was for, no, I thought it was for that. No, it's just like the Dairy Association was Lane like, has an internship with the Dairy Association <laughs> this summer, and I'm curious if they came up yeah. with Got Milk. Yeah, it, I, I can look it up, but That's I'm That's like one sure. of my favorite lines in Friends when Monica's like, Ross, you did not come up with Got Milk. <laughs> okay, so originated in 1993 as a rebranding effort for the California M- Milk Processor Board. It's just like it's just. So it's true. Trends do come from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cali baby. Whoa. Got milk launched in 193 with the Aaron Burr television com- commercial directed by Michael Bay. What? Like Michael Bay directed the original Got Milk commercial. Who is that? That Michael Bay is like the Transformers director. I'm pretty sure. Like big action movie director. But all right. 
It was the first... The ad depicts a history buff portrayed by Sean Whalen, who was unable to audibly voice the answer of a radio contest because he, because he runs out of milk to wash out the peanut butter sandwich stuck in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> its title refers to the American politician of the same name, the contest answer. So he was just like, oh, I have peanut butter in my mouth, got milk, and they were like... That's it. You know who would have loved that peanut butter in his mouth? <laughs> the starving kids in Africa. Yeah. Sean Whalen well, was Think about that there. next time you fucking waste food to come up with got milk. Got milk. But that just is... I was thinking about that a lot recently, the got milk slogan. Yeah, why? Oh, 40% milk? I don't remember, but... Because Finn and I were talking about it when I was there in San Francisco, but it's just weird. Um... Have you have you heard of all about what Alex Jones has been doing? Mm-mm. So he was like this far right conservative guy. Apparently, he has a radio show called the Alex Jones Show. It's a creative name. Um, and I know <laughs> it's also as good as Got Milk. Got Milk. Or hot pocket. Uh, um, but so do he do 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 do. he apparently was behind the he started a movement that Sandy Hook was a hoax and they were paid actors. And so holy fuck, that's an insane. Oh, situation. I know, and people people believe this because apparently well, sure nothing's off the table these days. <laughs> and so there's a clip from his trial that came up, and he's like, "Wait, what's he under trial for?" Um, honestly, I think like the parents the parents sued him for saying that they were paid actors. I don't know like what the exact terms of whatever any yeah, of that was, but, but I just know he's getting sued for pretty much like accusing Sandy Hook Sandy Hook of being a hoax. And so, um, God, I want to listen to that podcast so badly now. <laughs> so show. he lied under oath that Epic. he like I don't even know what the text messages were, but basically he lied. And then his attorneys sent the the defense attorneys sent the what's the other fucking oh my god what's the, the prosecutor? Yes, he sent the prosecutors the guys Alex Jones's text messages that like undermined what he lied under oath for, and so. They're trying to get him to like own up, and he's sitting there, and he's like, "I don't remember sending those texts. I don't." So they pull him up on screen, and they're blue texts, and they're like, "Do you know what those blue texts mean? Like, who sent those?" And he's like, "I'm not a tech guy." And then they go, "Do you know what perjury is?" And he goes, "I'm not a tech guy." <laughs> perjury. Yeah. Uh, technology's so complicated. You can never understand perjury. <laughs> I'm not a tech guy. Honestly, let me just show. It's it's These so good. Young generations and their perjury. Oh, you have it ready. Oh, I'm okay. Your attorneys messed up. They sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone with every text message you've sent for the past two years and when informed, did not take any steps to identify it as privileged or protected in any way. And as of two days ago, it fell free and clear into my possession. And that is how I know you lied to me when you said you didn't have text messages about Samuel. Did you know that? I see. I told you the truth. This is your Perry Mason moment. I gave them my phone, and then Mr. Jones, you need to answer the question. No, I, Did you I know this happened. No, I didn't know this happened. But I mean, I told you. I gave them the phone over. Mr. Jones, in discovery, you were asked, "Do you have Sandy Hook text messages on your phone?" And you said no. Correct. <laughs> you said that under oath. I mean, if I was mistaken, I was mistaken, but you, you got the messages right there. You know what perjury is, right? I just want to make sure you know before we go any further. You know what it is. Yes, I do. I mean, I, I'm not a tech guy. I told you. I gave. <laughs> 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 he 
He's just sitting there trying to come up He's on the spot. Like, Fuck. <laughs> Improv, that would have come in handy right there. Yep. Yeah, he could have taken some lessons if he did mock trial in high school. Clearly, he didn't. Um, I would have gotten out of that. I Improv and mock trial. Yeah, it's a it's a lethal duo when you get on the stand. I should be a professional witness, not like an expert witness, but I just like assume a <laughs> character. <laughs> like a, I just assume an eyewitness role into something that I was not a part of at all, and then I'm, I just like learn a bunch of stuff about it, and I go and say and just lie. It's like there was this girl at my high school. In 2020, this, like, kid um, from my high school was shot as a result of, like, actually, I don't even know, but he was it's shot, right? It was a hoax. Yeah, it was a hoax, according to Alex Jones. Um, But Trinity, <laughs> sorry, I probably should, maybe, maybe Trinity, we'll leave that out. Um, Why? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but she was, like, so eager to get her 15 minutes of fame that she, like, created a narrative for herself in the timeline of the story when she, like, didn't own a part. That's so epic. And so she her story changed on two news stations. Oh, shit. <laughs> she just, like, made up, like, oh, and then I saw the bullet. She, like, claimed that he was living. And maybe he had been living with her, but she, like, made herself way more involved than she was just to, like, so funny. get her name out there, I guess. Yeah, it's called marketing. You gotta got milk somewhere. Got milk. Got fucking. I also witness. need to talk about um the movie of the summer. Top Gun. Oh boy. Oh boy. Sorry, I'm gonna need you to put some Top Gun music in. Yeah. Okay. Right around I'll here. So I can feel really cool when I re-listen to this. Yeah, you're gonna get fucking hyped. So I saw I've never seen the first one. Womp womp. Nope, there you go. I could have told you which one it was. Um, but I saw the second one at the drive-in theater in Wellfleet. Thank God. Did you bring a girl? Who were you going to a drive-in with? Oh, okay. Sit chill. <laughs> um, and Sorry, it's not, it's still the daytime. Yeah, the, the two movies at the drive-in were The Minions and Top Gun Maverick. So we watched both, obviously. Um, oh, okay. They're like, back to back? Yeah, they're back to back. It's a double feature. Really? Um, yeah, it's like the the kids one. Were you like watching Minions one. with My Rue? Family. Okay. No, 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 no. You know, I was like, oh, this is like whatever. It's gonna be like a goofy movie, and the writing <sighs> was some of the worst writing I've ever Shut seen. Shut the fuck up. The story was great. Check yourself. The story was great. The writing was terrible. Okay, the story was great because it was literally Star Wars. It was literally the plot of Star that Wars. Okay. Basically, every single thing that happened is a Star Wars ripoff in it, which my cousin and I figured out like 10 minutes into the movie and called basically the next two hours almost exactly right, um, which was really funny. Um, but it was very entertaining. One of my cousins was getting so emotionally into it that she got up and got into her... Like, we were sitting like out on like lawn chairs, like listening from like the car speakers and the little janky drive-in ones that are from like... 9,000 years ago, and she got up and got into her car and closed all the doors and rolled up the windows so that she could listen with surround sound. So, and then wow. cried multiple times. So, where did she cry? I don't know. Okay. But, because I wasn't in the car. But I think it just has an effect on people. It <laughs> does. Franchise. It is my Hunger Games. I don't know how to tell you the hook that Hunger Games had on me, the mm. grasp, like, I was paralyzed. I couldn't stop watching the movies because I wasn't satisfied with the ending of Mockingjay, and the only way to, like, make myself feel better about it was to rewatch the entire series. And then watch Top Gun. 
And then when did the switch? When did the switch from Hunger Games to Tommy? Well, so Hunger Games was junior year of high school when I had to get up at six a.m. for dance team practice before school, and I hated everything about my life. Nice. And I was like, Katniss can get through this. Like, so I had those movies so on. True. I probably watched the series fully, um, forty times that year. Well, that's how I'm with bedtime stories. <laughs> Adam Sam <laughs> with Bugsy. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's probably one of the movies I've seen most in my life. It's not anywhere near my most favorite movies at all. <coughs> it's objectively. A, oh, isn't it? Cause like that was wasn't it like in the DVD player or something? Yeah, okay. On like a, on like we were going to the Grand Canyon when we didn't take that cheesy ass. <laughs> <up in> the <laughs> There's a picture in the garage, and it's a it's the classic fucking picture of someone standing up holding up peace signs on the edge of the grand canyon yeah and but they're wearing a fucking garage sweatshirt yeah and they and they took it with like an iphone 6 so the quality's grainy as hell i remember when i went to the grand canyon there were so many like it's framed a, in the main room of the garage yeah i don't know who put that on display we had to do something like that like do you just get to i have a garage sweatshirt like where should we go and take pictures yeah on like at the arch or something the arch would be a much better place to have there. I mean, that would be so janky. I work too. right by the Cook County Juvenile Center. Ooh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we were going to the Grand Canyon, and we thought it was like a five or six hour drive. It turns out it was like nine from where we were in Arizona. Um, so we only we from Ariz- from where you were in Arizona was an yeah, hour we drive. We were in um, outside Tucson, Diamond Bell Ranch. How the fuck does it take that long to get? It's big ass state. Because um, the Grand Canyon's north. And Tucson is south. Yeah, it takes me eight hours to get from Kansas City to Illinois. Yeah, but like nobody even wants to go to Kansas, so. Yeah, I know. Wait, there were I saw something really funny about how everyone hated Kansas the other day, but I forgot what it was. But just know that that's out there, <laughs> that rhetoric. Damn, that cut deep. Okay, mm. back to Top Gun. Yeah, of course. I want to hear your take, your side of it. So, so I see Top Gun Maverick the first time, uh, just for context. <laughs> Okay. Every time I've seen it. Um, okay, that definitely <coughs> explains some. I think with context clues. No, but that honestly just makes me analyze things more. Okay. Um, but so, saw it without really knowing what the first Top Gun was about. And the first time I see Top Gun Maverick, blown away. First of all, I literally exclusively went because of that beach scene that was trending on TikTok. That was like... Where they're playing two-way football? Yeah. That looks kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, Miles Teller is really hot. And that mustache is bad. I think I think he wears it nice. I'm not a mustache person, but I thought it looked good. I don't know. It's just like it's so camp for the movie. Yeah, it's also, so camp that he has the exact same mustache as. It's funny that his dad's name was Goose, had that same mustache. Okay, well, that was his call tag. It wasn't his actual name. Well, I know, but like the fact that his name was Goose. Er, yeah. Okay, Goose had that same mustache, and then mm-hmm. Rooster, like yeah. Goose and Rooster. Yeah, that was tough. Also, they had aviators on in literally every single. Yeah, station. fuck. What, and what do you think? Apparently, about? they're issued by the Air Force. Yeah, because they look fucking badass. I wanted a pair of aviators. Well, after I've got it. my my espresso aviator. Yeah, so does my mom. Okay, so you yeah, guys I can know, talk about the this. same pair. But so does my fly Uncle Bob. Mm-hmm. Uncle Bob, like literally, I think lives in Top Gun because the other day, I walk outside and just. A car that I've never seen before, a convertible, is being cleaned with soap and a sponge and water like they did in the olden days. Mm. And, like, 80s rock music is on. That's it. I know. And, like, Maisie's just prancing around. Like, I was like, is this, did I just walk into a different <laughs> era? Um, but anyways, so, 
Top Gun Maverick, great. But see, here's where I was like, okay, I need to backtrack and I need to watch Top Gun first because I was so blown away. So I needed to watch Top Gun and then go back and see Maverick, you know, to see sure. how more blown away I was. Yeah, I didn't be. feel the need to do that because my cousin was able to explain the first Top Gun to me in about eight seconds. So I knew nope. everything that happened. No. So, so I was watching Top Gun um, with my aunt and uncle, uh, actually, and uh, and so. I together or just you? I don't know, honestly. Don't know. There okay. were, there couldn't have been a surprise second one in there. Okay. Um, but I was just the bond that Goose and Maverick had really, really got oh, to me. It was like the, the classic buddy movie. Yeah. And it was just I could see you starring in a buddy cop fuck, movie. I would love that! I would love that. Like you and wait, what's that guy's um fuck. Oh my gosh. I can picture the actor in my head. Um Oh my god, wait, I have to look this up real quick. Um, continue with your story. Okay, so I'm just, I'm taken aback, alright? Just, I love Goose, and I love Maverick. The cast is very attractive, right? And so, Maverick's kind of an asshole, but that's also what he's known for, but he's also super talented. He's arrogant, but he can back it up. He's like, mm -hmm. like, but hotter. Um, but, ugh, actually, we'll get into Tom Cruise and Kevin James. <laughs> Shut up! Kevin Jay Paul Blart? Yeah, I could see you and Kevin James having a buddy cop movie that would rock the world. <laughs> Kevin James, if you're listening to this. We've got your next billion dollar movie. You can star in Fuck, Mary Kill with me. We're not going to Whoa. do anything together, but Whoa. we can accomplish our separate goals <laughs> together. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so when Goose dies, I literally was sitting there and I have a lump in my throat and I was like, oh fuck. And I just start like silently like sobbing on the couch, but I don't want to do anything. Some of my fucking aunt and uncle know that I'm sitting there losing it at Goose's death, who I've known for all of 45 minutes. And I'm literally like, <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, he's just an actor. The actor is not dead. The actor it's is so not real. dead. And it's I'm just so sitting real. there and I'm like, but Maverick's alone. Like, he has nobody in his life. Maverick li means, though? Maverick has no dad. He has no family. His mom's not in the picture. They never are. And apparently Tom Cruise didn't have a dad, so he always plays fatherless figures. Okay, yeah, well, he's a fucking Scientologist. I know, and that's where that's where it's hard, because I want to love Tom Cruise the way that I love Jennifer Lawrence, you know? Mm-hmm. But I can't. So that's why you resort to Miles Teller. Yes, because he's not in Scientology. Yeah, but it sucks because he's of. not in the first one that we know, right? Because mm -hmm. Tom could have recruited him. But... It was just so, the bond that they had was just so raw that I was like, fuck. And I was like, and then the fact that Meg, or not Meg Ryan, Kelly McGillis, whoever played, Kelly McGillis played the teacher in the first movie, was love. Mm -hmm. The fact that she left too, like he really had nobody except for the fucking Air Force and his buddy's gone, yeah. his wingman. Um, also, I in the second movie, I am still like 100% convinced about this that they changed actresses of the daughter of that girl halfway through the movie. Because I swear, the first time we met her, she she's not a redhead, and then the rest of the movie, she is. She's she a redhead. She looks nothing also like, like the casual sailing across the ocean scene. Yeah. To do God knows oh, what. I forgot about that. Yeah. All their scenes together all had a different filter on. I don't know if you could tell, like it, like the colors changed. So you're like, oh, here we go, another nothing scene. Um, but I was also just and their, like, their sex scene was so weird because it wasn't. It was just like, a oh, slide. that was the first movie too. They it don't... was just like a slideshow of pictures, 
and then them talking about like death or something in bed and you're like what is going on like like i don't know like it was just so weird because it was just like silence but not i thought you pressed the bleep on me at first um, it was just like silence but not an like there was no music yeah, the first, I honestly wish I could say they've improved on the sex scenes since the first Top Gun, but that was like four minutes of, it was the song Take My Breath Away, which is not a fast-paced <laughs> song, and it was just like a montage of them, like, he would move a piece of her hair off of her head for like 35 seconds, and I was like, all right. Gotta hit that run time. I get the point. Yeah. A movie that did sex scenes well, Bridesmaids. <laughs> Have I you seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember that part. It's at the very beginning when um, Kristen Wiig's having sex with her ex. And it's oh. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's such a weird thing to put that movie into the category of movies that do sex scenes well. <laughs> well, it's McCarthy and that movie kills She's so me. so funny. When she has the puppies in the van. Yeah, I, did you see the new Thor no, I don't. I haven't seen any superhero movies. Okay, well, she's in it for like like thirty seconds, and I wasn't expecting it. And it like it was it made me so happy that she just had this random like nothing part. There's a bit in them where like they have like actors acting out like the past movies for like the entertainment uh. of the people, <clears throat> and she's one. And it's all it's like Matt Damon, and then like Chris Hemsworth's brother, and then Melissa McCarthy comes out, and it was so funny. Cameos like that are my favorite. When I was watching Chicago Fire for work, I saw Cammy's dad, and I was like, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> That's funny. Okay, I've got a story. It's really short, but, um, so my mom's brother works, um, he's a, a psychologist in a prison in, uh, Monterey. That's in Monterey. Yeah. Isn't that like a pretty big deal prison? Or at least that's where he, he lives in Monterey. Why is everyone in your family a psychologist? <laughs> I don't know. They, they got some weird jobs. On your mom's side. Yeah. Specifically. Um, yeah, or they dated Elvis on my mom's side. Did I not tell you about that? No, you did. Yeah. Um, and Maybe they talked to one of Lucy's prison pen pals. Has, um, my like aunt who dated Elvis has his like varsity jacket or something from high school or college or whenever. Um, what was it that Elvis, I forget what it, he did something, he did a lot of things, yeah, but. he did a lot of things. I, for, I forget what it was. Okay, well, so my uncle does these, like, therapy sessions, like, with the, the inmates, and this one guy told him this it's story. gotta be intense, that's one yeah. hell of a therapy session. It's a, it's a, it's a hard job, and my uncle is, like, like, he's so funny, and he's great, and I'm sure he's, like, amazing at this job, but he's, like, one of the weirdest people I've ever met. Um, but, like, in a fun, funny way. And he's, like, very self-aware about it. Is like, Louie? No, it's Wilson. Um, and With one L? Uh, yeah. Wait, I guess you wouldn't do two L's. No. I have an uncle named Will, and he spells it W-I-L. <laughs> There's someone I work with, and he sp- his name is Scott, and he spells it S-K-O-T. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Scoot. 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 So, anyways, this guy tells my uncle this story about how... Okay, wait. I'm going to tell it how my mom told it to me. Okay. Because for some reason, and when she told it to my sister, she went so Southern with it. She's like, so he was... <laughs> <laughs> he no, told him going. how Come he in. made um, a bow and arrow in the jail cell, like in the prison. And sh- and then dipped the arrow in his own shit. And then shot an inmate, w- another inmate with it. In the in the butt, and the inmate who got shot had to get part of his butt removed from the infection of the shit. 
What did he make the bow and arrow with? I don't know, but he like absolutely killed the arts and crafts assignment. I don't know. He isn't that crazy. You'd think they'd buckle down a little harder. Well, this guy apparently is so good at getting. Wait, himself is your uncle like a like? Why is he confessing this to him? Like, was is this just like on I his? Don't know. Mo- oh, okay. He's probably proud of it. Honestly, I would be. If I was in prison, made a bow and arrow, and shot a guy, so we had to get part of his ass removed, I would tell everyone. Um, but this guy is apparently so like good at getting himself like out of these situations. With that the arrow butt guy. That, yeah, that the the guy who made it. Okay. That, that the prison had to like reinvent their security system for this one specific guy. Well, that's Basically. epic. You know yeah. what? Good for you. Yeah. Making this country a better place. One. One bow Shit, and arrow, arrow shot at a time. <laughs> Actually, in my Hunger Games phase, I bought a bow and arrow. Have I? T- I don't think I've told you this story. No, before. Um, I don't think so. I got a bow and arrow on Amazon, and my friend Lauren and I would shoot Lacroix cans in the backyard. Mm. Um, but you're not supposed to dry shoot it, right? That's bad for the bow. I'm pretty sure. As opposed to wet like, shooting, no, like like shoot it with no arrow. Oh, oh no, we we shot it with arrows. Okay. Um. And so I had the bow and arrow in my car because one time we decided we were going to show up to this girl who is a year older than us. She was our captain on drill team. We were going to show up to her house unannounced. On what team? Dance team. Or okay. drill team, I guess what it's called. <laughs> and and her room was on the first floor of her house. So the window overlooked the street. This isn't even in the story, but this is just why it was in my car. And we were going to show up and get in her window with bows and arrows and like scare her. Right? You were gonna shoot her? No, we were just gonna go out and like pose outside of the windows. We had a oh. little get up on. I don't know. We did this stuff to Sophie <sighs> I a lot. Would love to see your little get up. We really like torment her. Whenever we went out to dinner, we would always like drive by her house and put the leftovers on her windshield and shoot her. Yeah. <laughs> like once we had dumplings and we like lined them all up on our windshield. Or I remember one morning. What a weird prank. What? <laughs> <laughs> <That's so laughs> Like every you morning before do, practice, if like Lauren hadn't finished, <laughs> if Lauren hadn't Get finished, <laughs> if Lauren hadn't finished breakfast, we'd put the leftovers on her windshield or something, and she'd leave. Should have given that to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> like one day, I remember I had theme. like just a bunch of cold cuts and meat and, and like turkey and cheese and Wait. lettuce in my lunch, <laughs> and I just put them all on her. Wait, your entire prank theme was putting food near her. I'm literally crying thinking about this. I'm having a and you she drove a stupid Hyundai. Like, oh, wait, on the window of her car? Yeah. Not even on her house? Your prank enterprise was built around putting leftover food, but not like rotten. It rolls, just pissed her off so much. On the window of her car. Yeah, no, the the windshield. That's so funny. And then one morning, I put a blueberry muffin on her <laughs> car, and it thunderstormed, and it got all in her windshield wipers. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say lightning struck the muffin. No, so but we were, fun. like, notorious for like, harassing how many, Sophie. How many times did you put different types of food? So many <laughs> times. Um, I'm sorry, my mom called. But the best, and, like, at banquet, she, like, brought this up, how, like, a piece of turkey bacon flew off of her car when she was driving down the highway. But probably the best stunt we ever pulled on her was one time, um, it was it was an AP bio and we had free time to study for the AP test and so of course Lauren and I were like no we're, we're gonna we just go fucking put shit on our we car. were just messing around and so we got on progressive 
and we submitted a false insurance claim under Sophie's name to get mailed to her house, and it was for, like, license revoked for hitting a pedestrian or something like that and then we like took it even farther with the alias we created and we made this whole wish list on target.com and it had stuff like like one of those stupid helmets with like the spiky mohawk on it you know and just like like it was like smarty pants vitamins and like a chrome menorah was just like randomly on this list and so then we got this text free number right i downloaded it on my phone and we kept texting her um, it was the target wish list was labeled Ricky Garcia's housewarming party. And so we texted her and we were like, Sophia, like, hello, my love. Here's the wish list for a housewarming party or whatever. And she kept responding and being like, you have the wrong number. And we were like, don't do this to me again. So like, we just like took it so far. And then we were like, I'm outside of your house. And like, <laughs> and then it's you guys with the bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and she just was can I not like live in peace? No, she literally couldn't. We harassed her. It's so mean. So it's so funny. Much like the food was some of like the nicest stuff that we did. But anyway, yeah, so wait, after wait. the little bow and arrow stunt, I had it in my car. <laughs> okay. And the assistant principal at my high school, like I guess he had nothing better to do. So during his freaky time, he would roam the parking lots and like look in kids' cars to see if there was stuff in there like you shouldn't be bringing to school. Sure. Like a jewel, mm-hmm. or, or one time I weapon. think like a kid actually did have a gun in his car, and nice. someone reported it, and he and so then he started like doing his little surveillance things. But this was like right after the kid had like the weapon had been found in the car, and I'm suddenly in marketing, and I'm like, I have a fucking bow and arrow in my backseat. Like, what happens if Haney sees it and thinks that I'm trying to like harm the, the school, school with, with a, a bow and arrow? And so I call my mom in a panic, and I'm like, you have to drive up to school and get the bow and arrow out of my car right now. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, why do you have a bow and Like, what? And so she drove up and had to unlock the car and get my bow and arrow out. And then she left me, like, a really long voice text that was like, don't you ever do that fucking stupid-ass shit again. Like, I'm not fucking next (laughs) to me. You get to take the out-of-school suspension if they catch you. And, yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. Um... I don't even know where to go from the, that <laughs> prank saga. I'm still so I need that. to find, hold on. I need to find, like, the pictures of, I have pictures still in my memories of what we would do. Like, Sophie put up with us. Like, she did, but she didn't. I, we, we would just absolutely terrorize her. And we would always take off our fake eyelashes and do shit like this. And then they uh. were always, yeah, and they said that we looked like a not great guy. God, I need to <laughs> It was like an obsession. I can't even describe how much we enjoyed putting food on her car. Well, here's when we put like a chunk of snow with a pen on it just on her car. I, I don't know why we did that, but I know the lettuce is up here somewhere. <laughs> the funny thing is that would drive me insane too. Like if every single day after school there's another piece of food on my car, like I would lose it. I would snap. That's exactly totally what happened it. though. That's literally... <laughs> <laughs> gotta be skittling me that's once that she told us we bumped a whole entire bag of skittles on our windshield that's so funny and she that, texted us you've gotta be skittling me <laughs> <laughs> the brownies anytime someone would be like I don't want the <laughs> the grapes this is something that someone aligned. would do to Carlo <laughs> I know it so is and Sophia gets so mad yeah here was the bow and arrow day <laughs> Is this your get up? Yeah. Well, we had actually that might have we showed up to her house a few times with the bow and arrows. Dang. 
We had like the like sport tape like tied around our foreheads. I don't mm. know. So I saw Carlo at Lala for a few minutes, and she had an artist wristband on. I know. You want to know? I threw so hard. My uncle's girlfriend texted me, and somehow I fucking missed it. And she was like, "Hey, would you and Michael want to come to Lala for Saturday? We have two free VIP passes Yo. that are like also Cabana or whatever the hell that okay, means." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I missed it. And then I was texting her on Monday because I needed to go get my jacket. And then I was like, damn. Damn. I threw. Yeah. That's a big throw. All right, let me see. I, I think I've got a couple news headlines. Uh, I have my pet peeves. Before we end. Oh, I didn't prepare those at all, so we should save that for. Well, they're not really prepared. There's honestly just a few. And I read them to Michael, and he said that I was being too much. Um. Oh. Um. I don't remember which ones we read in the last one, so I'm just going to read. Lots gone on. We've got so, Sir Donald Trump. At um, Japanese man spends $15,000 on a dog costume to fulfill his lifelong dream of becoming a dog and fucking look at him. That's not a dog. He looks so accurate. And then there's a video of him, like, rolling on the floor. Um Ew. His nickname is Good Boy. What the fuck? Um, all right, next one. Man disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair threw a cake on the Mona Lisa. Maybe that was who tried to scam me for an Uber earlier today. Yeah. Eli was taking for fucking ever, and an old lady... I was driving. ...approached me and was like, do you have Uber on your phone? And I was like, yes, and she kept trying to get me to buy her an Uber. And then I walked by someone who literally looked like... You know when they make, like, 2D cartoon characters three-dimensional? Yes. They, they, that's what they look like. <laughs> like, I literally was, like, your CGI. <laughs> I felt like if I stuck my hand through them, it would just go through. Like, the episode yeah. of SpongeBob where Plankton eats holograph or hologrammed meatloaf. Don't know it. God damn it. <laughs> the SpongeBob references... I hope one of you guys caught that. ...are not gonna work. Um, all right. A German woman who is in a relationship with an airplane says she wants to marry it. All right. Um, she refers to Dickie as her plane. <laughs> That's the name of it. And then this is the last one I have. This is, this is a big one. Texas parents sue Children's Hospital after their four-year-old son was accidentally given a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> How do you accidentally give someone a vasectomy? Um, it was unintended. Oh, my God. I can't believe I've gone this far without giving... All oh of my the gosh. Lucy fans yeah, up there. Yeah, this was like the one thing that we were like for sure going to talk about. A loyal update. I actually have a few updates. So first of all, she's dating Peg and Passion. Oh, yes. They're in a relationship. Um, <sighs> he really liked the idea of DEFCON 69, our, our war film. Oh, yeah. What was that about again? Uh, just Lucy's okay, Cadet yeah, Kelly yeah. adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she texts me. So this is she's at boot camp right now. So she actually won't be able to listen to us. Um, but she's going to write me stories from boot camp. We can send her. Can we send her letters? No, but she can write us. Okay, so we can't send her, like, a transcript of the episode? <laughs> no. Um, so Lucy texts me. Now she's the pen pal. That's crazy. I know, I know. Now it's come full circle. It's the other Spilled coffee on my shirt and pants before 6.30 a.m. Then after peeing in the cup for my pregnancy test, I dropped the cup and got pee all over myself and the floor. Ended up just throwing away my sweatshirt, which I was going to anyway. Had to clean up all the pee off the floor and ended up clogging the toilet with all the paper towels. <laughs> there were three other girls in the bathroom. <laughs> so embarrassing. And also, I just want to point out Great. that she's... I don't even know how you can do that. I like. don't either. She's enlisting. Like, she's doing what the 18-year-olds that 
come straight out of college are doing. Like she's she is way too qualified uh, mentally to be doing enlistment. Yeah. Because she could like maybe come in at a general status with a bachelor's degree from an accredited university like she mm-hmm. has, but no. Nope. She wants to go from the ground up. And she keeps being like, what if you actually have to meet Peg in passion in person? Like, what if we stay together? And I was like, no, some... Some ethnically ambiguous guy with priors about, is going to woo wait, you. Wait, she's talking about marriage with the neo-Nazi. It's not going to last. All right. She probably thought about marriage with death by custard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <gasps> I just want to watch that boot camp so fast. Oh, my God. Me, too. I feel like it'd be... A, I feel like it'd look like... <laughs> <laughs> show yeah what a crazy show shout out wipeout too i was, was just <laughs> about to say i definitely could have killed that course i actually got a um final trivia question right at stacked and folded because it asked uh what the red obst red ball obstacle is called on wipeout and it's called the big balls nice you know because i used to play the wipeout game on my phone oh yes. but then Wipeout game needs to up their systems because once you had like iOS seven or later, you couldn't download. Gotta it. Gotta buy like an iPhone five C. I know, literally. Hey, I had a five C. <laughs> it was lime green. Uh, of course, it was. Yep. It's the most gamer guy color. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked it so many times. Oh my gosh, how long have we been going? Forty-seven minutes. It's pretty good length. Forty-seven minutes in heaven. Forty-seven minutes in heaven. Yeah. Um, should we wrap it up here? We didn't do any ASMR this time. I love the noise when you blow into the top of a bottle, you know, and it's like... Oh, yeah, and it's like... Sounds like you're in the fucking ocean. It's a little cold in the garage. Yeah, the garage has got me tingling. Um, Got goosebumps, sorry. Not to bring up his name. Fuck. Oh, anyways, I've never not cried. Oh, I also watched Whiplash. Miles Teller. Didn't see it. I feel like Miles Teller would star in a Cannonball Run movie. Do you know what those are? No. Do you know what the Cannonball Run is? Is that where you run into a cannonball <laughs> afterwards? <laughs> no. Um, it's driving from New York to L.A. as fast as you can. Um, it was like a thing a while ago, and then they made some movies about it, and they were all like, what you would think like super cringy and stuff but i feel oh. like miles teller would be like the guy driving fast he was in a but then people did it like like not that long ago like so fast like like their What's average the speed was like over 100 miles an hour or something how is that like safe it's not i know it's but totally like illegal. it's on the road with... so like they had one guy they had two they had two guys who would switch off driving and like and then they had a third guy in the back who was like tapped in like police scanners and stuff so like they would avoid those roads and stuff if there were police nearby but how are they able to go like a hundred you know what i mean like how are they able to go so fast with other people on the road um what they would do is they would if it was like you know they they probably mapped out like less traveled roads um and then they would go just like a little bit above the speed limit but then when they would get on roads where there's no one they would go like 200 so like they would average out like a hundred yeah um and um wait there was something else crazy but well I, I don't remember the time they did it in but it's like ridiculously fast um but it's all like super illegal but it was like they had 
like a, a BMW or like a Mercedes or something like that disguised to look like a Honda Civic or something. So it wouldn't be like eye catching on the road. Like Sophie's Hyundai. Yeah. With turkey bacon flying off on the freeway. <laughs> yeah, just like that. <laughs> um, and they also equipped it with a second gas tank so they could go for longer without stopping. Jesus. Yeah. And there's no like fucking prize money for this. Just you know? Bragging rights. It's not like a job. No. It's just like to do it. But like that's so cool also. Yeah. One of the guys was like 19 or 20. Epic. Epic. <laughs> and it was me. What? Yeah. Not a joke. Um, all right. I feel like we should end it here. Bye, Smoochies. Bye, Smoochies. I Maybe heard. we'll see you again before the school year. Only time will tell. Yeah. I'm going to be here for until the 20th. So we can probably. Of August? Yeah. Oh. We can crank one out. Wait, when's LA show? August 26th. Oh, okay. So we're there from 20th to 27th. We'll see you later, Smoochies. Yeah, we'll see you we'll soon. Summer shanty. And we'll see you back in person in just like a month or two, depending on when people move in. Yeah. So. Um, few, few short weeks. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And we'll be smooching IRL. Guys, I'm taking a Russian class in the in the fall. Uh-oh. History of Russia, so. we're gonna. So. I'm going to learn a lot more than just throwing legs to Oh, and for the fans, you can, like, talk to them, the Russian fans. And shout out to Belgians. It's been too long. I just I, I hope you still have your stroop waffles. I don't think they're real. <laughs> they are real. I, I know it's like Santa. If you believe he's real, he is real. Yeah. But I believe they're real. Genuinely. They're real to me. <laughs> hey, you need to take that class. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, goodbye, Smoochies. Oh, Gretchen is standing up. <laughs> My now. legs were tired. I need to pee. All right. Um, well, goodbye, Smoochies. And the cats and